now it's like, okay, this person has it. Now I feel like I need it. These people have it. I feel like I need it. It's just talking yourself out of that. Like, okay, should I get this? Is this a financial respons- financially responsible decision? Keeping up with the Joneses is always just going to be... That's never going to end. That yeah. FOMO feeling is always going to be there because unfortunately, in the age of Instagram and in the age of other things, it kind of, that's the way it works on your brain. Welcome to the Double Box Podcast. My name is Joe Amio, a.k.a. Joe is the New Black. I'm Anna, a.k.a. A to the Bed, and this is episode six. We're talking sneakers and everything in between. Round one. All right, as usual, let's go with the outfit breakdown. Anna, what you rocking? I'm wearing Air Max 720s in the like black and greenish colorway. It's from the new Air Max collection. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, black OVO Jordan track pants and a black long sleeve Nike off-white shirt. Joe, what about you? I wore the double taps white Vans. I have the crop Carhartt whip pants and old Supreme Neil Young tee and Uniqlo black wear everyday fleece. (laughs) Nice. Now, let's talk about our latest pickups, and that's what I meant about my 720s. I have a third pair now. Boom shakalaka! Um, This one was also gifted, though, I have to say. Um, It's the black, I don't know what the colorway is called, but it's from the Throwback Future collection for Air Max Day. And I did mention last week, this is my favorite from that collection. Boom, speaking into existence. I definitely spoke it into existence. Um, Joe, what about you? That's the trifecta. Can we? <laughs> oh, hold on. I jumped ahead. <laughs> that is the three of one model. That is the trifecta. That's the uh, three-peat. I find that I do get a lot of triples for certain models that I like. And the way that my my sneaker room is set up, it's supposed to be in fours. And it annoys me to death that I only pick up three of everything. <laughs> only. <laughs> to triple up or not to triple up. I feel like... Outside of Air Jordan 1s and Blazers, I don't... Oh, I guess Air Force 1s as well. Okay, let's not go down that triple road. (laughs) Well, no, I only ever keep like one or two pairs of Air Force 1s, like a mid and a low, and then one backup of each. But I don't triple on those. And I don't really have a lot of colorways. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but no, I have like a lot of Jordan 1s. And then I have four... Whenever I don't have... I don't know why I collect in threes and it's never on purpose. I'm never like, oh, I need a third one. But when I organize my shoe, my sneaker room, the Billy bookcases from Ikea is what I use and it fits four per row for, for me because my shoes are small. Yeah, so, that's two per row for me. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Prob- <laughs> um, I don't think you can actually use them. No. Because Phil is, Phil fits three and his shoes stick out. Oh, man. And my brother's shoes are just, uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> Um, so I think like over a size 10 is a little tough for those. You probably have to get customs. Yeah. I don't know if I look at the amount of numbers or colorways I have in different silhouettes. I do have favorites, but it's because you keep your boxes and you also have those, um, those clear containers. Yes. Yeah. I, I do have the stack You're a box guy. Clear. Yeah. I'm a box guy. Double box. <laughs> Appropriately on the double box. But yeah, so there's that. I have to get a fourth now or 
do something about this because three is going to bother me. I'm still out on the Air Max 720. Um, I do like the black on black color. I love the black on black. I would, I would buy those. I probably, uh, there's too many things to buy. (laughs) Um, What have I copped recently? The Hydrate Spark uh, water bottle. Thanks to your uh, influence. It's a, if you guys don't know, it's a water bottle that has a glow light inside of it. That kind of reminds you when you're uh, not drinking enough water. And it kind of reminds you, it pairs up with an app. And Anna first got it. So I was like, ooh, I need to up my water intake. It's so much fun because you can add your friends on it and then see how much water they're drinking in a day. I almost kind of race my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's been really good. And if you're interested, I have a discount code. It's called, it's um, hydrate with A-B, H-I-D-R-A-T-E. And I asked for it because they reposted my thing. So I was like, oh, let me let me hook up some of my friends. Boom. Again, it's hydrate with AB. Yes. There you go. Cheat code. Which reminds me, I got to drink some water. Speaking of cheat codes, I also grabbed the Division 2. Yes, I am a teenager. I grabbed Division 2 for PS4. That's another latest pickup. What's that? Oh, it's it, a game? It's a game. It's like a uh, futuristic. Um, I guess it's a f- futuristic apocalyptic you're part of this police military force type game that and then didn't you get shoes too you were showing me oh yes uh asics was nice enough to sell me uh sell me send me the asics gel bnd i don't know if it's banned or just bnd but um it's a very good spring colorway in an all white with blue green and orange you're really into the color lately i know i know i've started with the john elliott's and Last year was all about Volt and Neons, and I think it's still carrying over, for sure. So next up, it's time to find out what's on your radar. So I don't have anything new really on my radar. Um, I'm saving up to buy a bag probably next month. Treat myself. (laughs) Treat Um, yourself. Well, (laughs) my birthday's coming up, so it's going to be like a little birthday present to myself. But in terms of shoes and other and the like, um, I been really wanting the Air Max 2 lights in the OG colorway, the white, blue, and I think black. And we always talk about good blues. Well, how would you yeah. describe that OG blue? It's like a, like a cerulean maybe, right? Yeah, I would say so. Or a sky blue. Well, I don't usually like that color, but I've, I've been seeing it a lot and I liked it right away when it came out and I just didn't make a move to buy it because I think I had other things on my radar and now I want it and I can't find it. I found it in Europe, but Europe's Europe's like duties and stuff are crazy high. Yeah, it's a good one though. It is one of those GR. Uh, it is GR, right? Yeah, it was definitely GR. Like they're still available in men's um, on Nike.ca, but I don't see women's sizes, and that's kind of weird to me because it's the same colorway. Yeah, um, and I know that Canada doesn't tend to buy, um, like smaller than an eight in certain sh- in like. Higher, more highly coveted shoes. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm thinking Europe might be my best bet or just suck it up and buy the yellow colorway, which is also nice. It's nice. It's nice. What about you, Joe? Um, I guess I've all been about March Madness lately. So I haven't, I don't think there's anything crazy on my, kind of on my radar. I've just been kind of in a black hole watching Duke almost lose and then looking forward to the Sweet 16 to start. This Thursday, we're recording this on the Monday. So, um, for the record, um, 
go Michigan. That's all I got to say. Man, I'm so out of the loop. I don't even have a team or a bracket or anything this year. Yeah, there's a lot of, if you want to be patriotic about it, there's a lot of Canadians in the tourney. Yeah, I've heard that. And they're like playing, playing. Yeah, they're like the stars of their team. <laughs> um, so it'll be good to see where this, un- whatever happens. But Okay, well, speaking of March Madness, I guess that's the news right now. That's all anybody's focused on. Joe, you have some favorites. Um, in my bracket, I got Duke, Michigan, Virginia, and North Carolina as my final four. And I have Michigan beating Duke and meeting Virginia in the final, and then Virginia winning it all. So uh, crossing my fingers, because I went against everyone had Duke to win it, so I thought I'd go the other way. Okay, so by default, I usually pick Duke. Only, I don't know why. I think like 10 years ago, I just decided I loved Duke and then that was it. <laughs> and every year my dad sends me um, a photo I took wearing a Duke hat and he's like, hey, in case you want to talk about it this year. I'm like, okay, this photo <laughs> is so old. We're going to have to post that up. We're oh going to have to post God. that somewhere. I have it somewhere. It's like, I have really long hair and it's like a blue Duke snapback. It's hilarious. See, for me, it's the opposite since Duke and uh, Fab Five Dave's. Oh, nice. I'm looking at the picture now. See, I've hated Duke for the longest time because it was always in that era of Michigan, Duke, Carolina, Kentucky. Um, But at times, even though I've always been a Fab Five Michigan guy, there's squads that I've liked. And now that there's R.J. Barrett and Zion, I'd have to say I like Duke for just for the fact that R.J. Barrett's on the team. All right. Well, there's that. Um, The only thing I really know about March Madness this year is that guy from, I think it was Indiana who has a tattoo on him and it's the GTA San Andreas cheat code because he's a shooter. Now, I don't know this cheat code and I don't know much about games, but I thought that was cool. (laughs) Yes, he's got the GTA unlimited ammo cheat code on his arm. I I think it's a, do you think that's a good, uh, that give a thumbs up to that move or what? Well, they lost, no? Indiana, I don't even know if Indiana's yeah, in the tournament. See, yeah, They're not even in the tournament. But full marks on that tattoo, though. Well, anyway. And since we're on the topic of basketball, LeBron is missing the playoffs for the first time since 2005. And this has been the talk of the town. And I pulled a few a, a few notes of the things that didn't exist um, the last time LeBron was not in the playoffs. So keep in mind, 2005 was 14 years ago. What? <laughs> so Twitter and Instagram did not exist. Facebook was called the Facebook. YouTube had just started. The Office wrapped season one. iPhones didn't exist yet. We were still on Motorola Razors. Do you Crazy. remember that? Crazy. I have. I I keep trying to keep my old phones. Weirdly enough, and I have a Motorola Razor. Oh my God. The only reason I ever get new phones is because I always break my phone. So I never get to keep anything. Um, other things, Drake was still under grassy. So he didn't even like, he wasn't even making music yet. Wow. Well, publicly at least. Um, the iPod shuffle was the newest technology at the time. And the number one song on the billboard 100 was 50 cent candy shop. Candy shop. Wow. 2005 feels like a lifetime ago. 14 years ago. Wow. I remember I, the razor is like probably the thing I remember the most and Facebook because I had to make up like a fake um, email to get into Facebook. I remember the razors being like the most futuristic looking phone. Oh my God. It was so cool to have that flip phone. I think I had a pink one. 
and it had the uh, the buttons that were with that flat um, design had like a Tron like feel. <laughs> I heard they were trying to make a comeback. I think everyone's trying to make a comeback. Yeah. All right. Next up, Supreme drop. They're dropping their Supreme North Face um, collabo this week. And last week, I went to check for the director's chair because it's been on my radar. And it was sold out the second it was uploaded. <laughs> I literally, by the time the page even loaded just to see, it, it couldn't even add it to cart. So, I don't know. I feel like... Is it that hard for every company to add some kind of captcha so you know it's a human and not a bot? I don't know. Just my thoughts. I have no idea. I I it doesn't even accept my credit cards. Remember last Supreme week? doesn't want your money. <laughs> no, they don't. And then I'm pissed because I went to this um what's that what's that consignment store by Eaton Center. It's like, it's pretty new. It's behind. Um, oh, I haven't been yet. It's across it's from new. the Senator, that restaurant that we like to eat brunch. Or I don't know. Phil and I go there, have been there. But I went there and they were selling the bags for like two forty, And I was like, you know, this is still on the website, right? Like, yeah, it's Although an $88 with- bag. I'm like, this is still on the website. And he's like, because it's consignment, it's not his price. So he's oh. like, yeah. So he's like, it's not my problem with the bot. This isn't going to move for the buyer. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go buy it on the website. And then I went and I couldn't buy it. <laughs> it was not accepting your card. Now I have to just give him my No, I'm not going to get it. Supreme does not want your money. Um, so the Supreme North Face, uh, what are your thoughts on this collection? Um, I like the jackets. Especially in that... Speaking of the cerulean blue that we're talking about, they've got um, the Gore-Tex jacket and the other jacket, both in that colorway. Um, I, you know what? Oh, I did look at this. It looks so 90s. It looks like stuff that we wore, well, like my parents would dress me in when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a yeah. big time retro feel. I like the yellow. How about the bucket hat? The big. I always like bucket hats. I always do. I probably wouldn't get this because it's still not as cool as that PCL bucket hat I want. I'll just never have it. I've accepted. <laughs> the horizon. You just don't get to have everything you want, you know? <laughs> you know, the Denali fleece blanket. There's a blanket even. Oh, the blanket's cool. What's a Den- what, Like, what kind of a blanket is it? No idea. Well, the Denali is part of their North Face collection. Um I mean, okay, so this thing, this collection isn't for me, I don't think. It's like not really, there's not really anything that I have to have to have. I agree. It's nice. They're, it's nice, Like yeah. I like the purple and I like the, the, the weird blue in both the uh, Denali uh, fleece jacket and even the mountain parka because of the, you know, who doesn't like a little Gore-Tex protection? Yeah. For me, not a must cop, but... Um, uh, well, you know what it is, the formula. Just put Supreme on something and everyone will buy it. <sighs> this jacket is nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we have the Shanghai. We saw the Shanghai Kaleidoscope Air Max 97. So this is one of the on-air winners for, well, Shanghai. <laughs> and this is going to drop locally in on March 26, but not dropping globally until April. Now, I know we did talk about the um, this collection, the on-air winners, and I was not super impressed by it. But now that I look at these, 
this is a real photo and not a rendering. These are nice, right? These yeah, are the official. Nice. They finally, we got the, I guess I would call this, see this one I would call more of a minty blue. Yeah. 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 I'm loving the, and it's got the triple layered lace uh, heel pull, like the. And pull. I think the upper is a little translucent or it kind of looks like tulle almost. It does look like that, but I feel like it's kind of like the CDG cage prestos or the undercover elements. I'd have to say it's, um, it looks more to be like that material, but super clean. Yeah, I actually think they're nice. Um, they look like a women's shoe. Way. I almost yeah. would have kept the, the, the white tongue the same blue to make it more uniform. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I do like the little red swoosh. I wish the swoosh was a little more like orangey red, like a warmer red instead of a cool red. But that's just me being nitpicky. And, it, and, it, yeah. and it's got suede the toe box. Yeah, and I like the triple swoosh on the insole, the red insole. You know what? I like this. Oh, it's growing on you. No, it's Look nice. at me. I'm, sometimes I'm just too impulsive when I say I hate, sh- hate something. So retail, resale, no sale. Just retail, retail. Retail. Yeah. I think I'd give it a solid seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then up next we have the Chanel Pharrell collab. Chanel Pharrell is what they're calling it. What do you think? This is kind of more your, well, your territory. Pharrell and Chanel have had a long relationship. Um, and, you know, there's the legend of his uh, very limited human race uh, NMD collab with Chanel that it was whatever, listed over 10 grand on StockX and different things. I don't know. This seems like along the lines of... I don't know, not quite Virgil and LV, but that casual luxury vibe. Yeah, it seems very casual. Like this does not, not at all measure up to Virgil and LV. It feels more human race Pharrell than it does Chanel for me. Yeah, well, there's that, um, there's that one piece. So there's like, we're looking at the lookbook and there's a man wearing an orange sweater and his necklace looks like the the straps of the Chanel like boy bags. Those do look dope. Yeah. This is one of those weird. It's, it's too weird. Yeah. Where's Waldo type lookbooks where you're looking through them and you might spot like winners, but they're not really lit well. So you're kind of like maybe that piece or that, but yeah. the girl looks cool though. The girl with the yellow sweater and the sunglasses and the big, huge flat bet. Yeah. Like she looks cool. It's very colorful. Um, yeah. And it doesn't all really fit. It does not feel like Chanel, that's for sure. It feels like more like, I don't know, multicolored United Colors of Benetton than it does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Old school. Yeah, so apparently it was influenced by Akira, and I don't really... I don't see I that. Don't really, yeah, that's the general consensus. Because at first I saw it as a clickable link where it was like inspired by Akira, and I was like, okay, and I see... Nothing other than the fact that they're using bikes in yeah. the lookbook. But other than that, no. I do love, there is a shot of Pharrell in like some green, greenery plant foliage. And me and uh, Anna totally love big plants these days. So that's one of the best shots. <laughs> yeah. But as for the collection itself, I'm going to have to say no. Not that this Chanel collection was actually on my radar anyways. Because yeah, Chanel's not. a bit crazy. <laughs> Next up, the Air Jordan 33 apparently is going to be dropping in a low version. I like that. When the 33 came out, I was like, 
I feel like this would look better in a low. And then here we are. Here we are. See, the pulley system would be even more accessible in a low. So I'm interested to try these. <laughs> even though I, I am a big fan of the 33 and that latest colorway that had the hint of neon green. That was all sail and white. Um, but these, um, I'd be interested to see when they come out. Yeah, me too. But they don't come in my size, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time this comes out, it'll be, we'll be deep into Air Max Day festivities. I don't really know. There's not a, a ton happening this year. It doesn't feel like there is. No, that's what we were discussing earlier. We're like, wow, this is a lot different than years past when it would all be about a million different special Air Max Day releases. But it seems like this year, the winners of the contest are each getting their own released in their own city locally and then apparently wide release in April. Yeah. Well, so not only that, like usually we have a ton of things just getting us really, really hyped for Air Max Day. Yes. To the point when we've been calling it Air Max Month the last couple of years. Yeah. So this year, as far as we know, um, Nike Toronto isn't doing anything till the weekend. So we're not doing anything on March 26th. Yes, other than I think there's like the Kickback and Co. and Nike have teamed up to give back. Uh, yeah, so they're taking donations, but that's as yeah. really as much as we know about that. Um, so stay tuned. We'll let you know next week. Next week, after we go to the uh, official Air Max Day event, we'll update you guys on what we saw. But it's been relatively quiet, right? Mm-hmm. It yeah. has been. And one more thing. It's funny because we've talked about Dyson a couple times on the show and Joe and I were both able to attend their media preview for what's coming up. And I feel like you're the tech guy here, so maybe you can speak to this. Well, they, the, the big thing was they're making their way, and apparently they were creating lights, but only on the professional, not to consumer market. But they came out with the Dyson Light Cycle Task Light, which if you see this, it's an interesting piece. It's like a desk lamp, but it also comes in a floor lamp version. Um, which mixes high-tech lighting tech with lo-fi pulley system. It's pretty dope the way it works. Um, it was probably one of the biggest reveals was that Dyson's getting into lighting. Um, they also unveiled the Dyson Pure Cool Me, which is a personal purifying fan. Um, it's like your own purifier. Um, the latest in cord-free vacuum stuff They was their... Um, new cordless vacuum that you could kind of hang on your wall with the charger and the 360 Huris, which is like their uh, newest version of their robotic. It's like the Roomba, right? Yes. I only know the Roomba because of Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. And the Roomba is probably the most famous of the robotic. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool because I feel, I find myself vacuuming several times a day. I have the Dyson V10. So, um, I'm okay on the vacuum end, but that one might be cool. It's just, I don't know. I find it weird. I don't know. I love that they're getting into Like when we, we both talk about how much we love their, their hair dryer. Oh, I need that. Um, <laughs> so for them to get into lighting, which is pretty dope. And they have some new twists on it where it kind of um, pairs with the app and mimics the daylight, um, I guess daylight light inside. So it kind of, Helps you with your circadian rhythm in terms of lighting, which helps you sleep and and relax when you need to. Yeah. So my personal favorites, or you know, the ones that are piquing my interest, are the that light and the purifier. 
those are two things that I've been focused on a lot lately as well. Yeah, especially when it comes to wellness. Um, but the Dyson, oh man, I don't feel like, I feel like they really take that extra step to make well-made stuff. Don't get me wrong, it's expensive, but I feel like it's next level. Yeah, definitely next level. Things that I would, these are things I'm really learning about. And because of the wellness angle, the light, I think is probably my number one on that. Um, just because I'm learning that, you know, the type of light you're using in your work area can affect your productivity. Um, the light in the morning can affect how you wake up. So I'm, I really want to try it Yeah. personally, but that's expensive for a lamp and not to mention it's like, it's not a light bulb. So it's an actual light lamp, like a fixture. So there's a desk lamp and a floor lamp. So you don't really get to pick how it looks. No, but the good thing is it's supposed to last like 60 years. Yeah, you yeah. never have to change it. Yeah, and if you have problems, you just go through Dyson. So at least you never have to think about a new bulb. And it's actually designed, when you think about it, yes, it's, what is it, 8? Eight? 8 to 12 for the floor. Um, they had it set up in the showroom as a kind of an art piece within a room, and it was pretty dope. Yeah, I liked it. So those are our tech, our little tech news for today. We have a lot of tech. We have a lot of tech today. A lot of tech today. And now for our top three segment. Three, two, one, fire. Today's because it's Air Max Day coming up, we're talking about our top three Air Max models. Yeah, so we're going to go through our favorite actual models and then get more specific and say what our, maybe our favorite colorway in that model would be. Why don't you start us off with one? Okay. The way that I approached my side was just three Air Maxes that I really like. And so I have the Air Max 90 Infrared, which is just a forever pair. I find that whenever it releases, I always get it um, just because it's one that I like to have. And it's a classic. It's the one that started it all. And two years ago for Air Max Day, I was lucky enough to... <laughs> Where's that coming from? Oh, sorry. Is that, that's Apple. Are we still watching the Apple keynote? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were watching the Apple keynote earlier. I thought you were setting up like a cheer sound bite I for know, me. Because sorry. I was talking about something fun. <laughs> I was like, where's the crowd coming from? <laughs> but yeah, two years ago, I was able to do like a like a art installation with Nike for MX Day. So the infrared was my inspiration piece. So that's my number one, probably. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, yeah. I think for mine, I first chose was the Air Max 180, uh, more specifically because last year I was living in those CDG collabos in the pink and white and the pink and black. And that's crazy because that just came out last year. Yeah. But the 180 itself, I feel like is super comfy. I love the 180. That was on my list, but then I erased it for something else. Um, my number two is the Air Max 93 Dusty Cactus. So I find that I pair that I always keep these with the 180s in the Ultramarine. So this in this moment, the Dusty Cactus, I find that I wear the most. So this is like a shoe that I wear a lot. It's a good one, though, the 93. It's It was the first when they brought it back, right? It was. The yeah. First so color. I just I picked up the retro um, last year, last Air Max month. I went a little ham, but. That's what I, <laughs> that's what, um, would my number two would be just because, yeah, they're just a good, like go-to and the 93 is a late favorite of mine. And now, now that you mentioned that I collect in threes, you got to pick up another, got to pick up two more. <laughs> 
my number two would be the Air Max 97. Um, I know it's been reiterated in a ton of different ways recently, but I love the classic silver bullet, um, which is probably the first with the all three M upper and the gold medals, which is kind of the gold version. I think just those OG, both those OG colorways will always be amazing to me. And I love the Air Max 97. Don't get me wrong. The, uh, 97 Menta off-white and the 97 OG from the 10 is also nice, but I'm going silver bullet and gold medal. I actually really love the gold medal ones. I think those are super slept on because last year or whatever, I think it was two years ago, maybe last year when, um, no, two years ago when they retroed both colorways, everyone went straight to silver bullets and I was like, mm, I need the gold. I bought the silver bullets anyway, but I needed the gold. I physically ran to livestock actually to get, <laughs> to get the. I ran to get the runners. Yeah, and number three, I picked the Air Max One Atmos Jade, and I don't even own these, but I think they're such a good shoe. Like they're such a, I love the design. I love the color blocking. I love the the I guess the elephant print. Yep, because they're also known as the elephant as well. Yeah, to, yeah. I see that as elephant print. I'm a yeah. ju- I'm a jump man yeah. girl. But I think those are also really, really nice. Yeah, similar to you. I had the Air Max 1 also Atmos. Um, the Atmos Elephant is the one that you had, but I had the Atmos Animal Pack from 2018. Everyone knows me knows I love the old animal, mixed animal prints. And it came in the Air Max 1 and 98. Oh, no, sorry, 95. I think it was the 95 and the 1. Yes, yes, it was. I had the 95s and I unfortunately didn't work out too big for me. All right, now we're getting to the upcoming releases, all of the one. <laughs> mm. So first on Saturday, March 30th. Oh my God, that's it. We really only had one. Yeah, I feel like we only we have the Air Jordan 3 Retro Tinker coming out in this University Red Neutral Gray. We've been back and forth on this, Anna, but what are your thoughts on it? So I saw these on um, a Life with Complex video. Tony Moo, M- I don't know how to say his name. Sorry, Tony. I know I've never called you by your last name. But um, Tony M. Yeah, so he um, did like a more in-depth look at this because he did a he went to a Jordan preview at Nike New York and well, first of all, I didn't hate them when we saw them the first time we sa- we talked about it. I was like, they're cool, whatever. They're like a whatever kind of. But the more that I saw the swooshes, like once I saw the elephant print swoosh, I was like, all right, those are pretty cool. They won you over, yes, because the shoe comes with some interchangeable. Uh, Velcro swooshes, white elephant, and what's the third? Is it? I don't know what. Or I think it's. Is it three M? That would be nice because I feel like the only Air Jordan three retro tinker that I have is the Timberlake three M one. Yeah, and I feel like that was the selling point on these because I, I guess this is supposed to be a tie to the Air Max one OG. I it looks so. like it. At yeah, least. I guess I'm just not a big. I've never been a red shoe guy, so it's always hard for me. I like red shoes. And I I do. This one makes it look cool. I don't think they'll even come in women's, but um, I'm not mad at them. You're right. That makes sense that it would pay tribute to the Air Max 1 classic OG because of its Air Max month, Air Max day. And then as for other releases this week, I think we just... I don't know what's coming out. Like, well, there's rumors. There's not much. It's, there's I rumors that the Sakai waffle may come out this weekend, but I haven't heard anything confirming it on a, a number of sites yet. Yeah, so we don't have any real release dates for anything good. There's a lot of GR stuff coming out, but nothing that we really want to talk about today. Just 
you know, nothing exciting. Which is good because our pocketbooks and wallets get a bit of a break. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe we'll just be Air Max Day stuff, the Air Max collection, the throwback future, and that's it. Let's we'll see. Maybe Nike has some surprises. I kind of miss the days when you wouldn't know, and all of a sudden, guys would be like, either you, although unless you missed out, you'd be mad. But when there's just a surprise drop, didn't Nike do a surprise drop with something recently? I feel like they released. Oh yeah, they released LeBron's a special edition LeBron during LeBron's one of his nationally televised games. Oh, yeah. So, I yeah. surprise drops are cool. Yeah, I think it'd be an interesting move if. They drop something fun, as long as I'm in on it. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, now we're getting to some viewer questions and requests. And uh, this one came from good old at Alan Rowe. He wants to know about our favorite scents um, in terms of fragrance. Um, can you speak a little about the ones you've liked over the years and where you're at now? So my, I'm not a big perfume fragrance person. I often forget to put some on, I'll be honest. But um, I've always liked clean smelling things. So for a really long time, I, I wore clean <laughs> the brand and I would deviate a little and get like, I don't know, I did Kenzo for a really long time. Oh, which Kenzo one? Flower, Kenzo flower. It looks like a flower vase, like a tall flower uh. vase. Um, but for the last couple of years, I've been doing Byrito Gypsy Water, which Phil actually uses as well, because I think he, I don't know if it's unisex. Byredo seems unisex, but that one um, I really like a lot. And then once in a while, I'll dip into like, if I were to do Lolabo, I would do the Rose 31. I just feel like everyone's wearing Lolabo now. Everyone does Lolabo Santal, I think is the most popular. Yeah. But I feel like, the good thing about fragrance is even if you're wearing similar fragrances, because it works with your body chemistry. Yeah, that's true. Um, it can still smell unique. Yeah, Santal doesn't smell good on me. It doesn't agree with the eight to the bed. It doesn't. And I like to pick something that not every, like that. Right? Yeah, so like I don't think anyone wears mine. I've also whatever. been in the fresh stuff always, I guess, since, well, high school was like, like um escape calvin klein or eternity like fresh but i guess i evolved into izzy i was first won over by izzy miyaki's i guess silver travel pack but it was always fresh um and then more recently i once i got into wonderwood and cdg uh, i wonderwood was the fall warm scent and then either cdg3 which is a fresh scent or Part of their incense collection, Kyoto, was my go-to's. Yeah. So Those are good ones. Yeah, no, they're I good. really like the Issey Miyake. I like a lot of men's, I feel like I, allowed, I like a lot of men's stuff in general. See, I feel like women can, uh, well, most of the top line fragrances are unisex, but it's harder for, like, some female, I guess, stereotypical fragrances, it's harder for men, like, yeah, you know, too too floral or too would be tough. Yeah. Floral, anything too floral, it just is too strong for me. Um, oh, I wore, what is that? The Calvin Klein, was it just called one? Yeah. Remember the that? That was the unisex K Moss. Uh, you know what? I fragrance. tried to buy a bottle recently, like maybe two years ago and I couldn't find it. Um, I think it was, oh, was like, it discontinued. I don't know. I, I didn't really try that hard to find it, but I know I checked Sephora and it wasn't available in Canada. So I was like, all right, well, there goes that, there goes that. <laughs> I remember you know, you being in university or high school, when you would go to the department stores and just smell all of them. 
Yeah. Or the, at the duty free. <laughs> or the duty free. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, fragrance is, you know, it's very personal and I guess it's very uh, subjective to what you like. But yeah. if you're thinking fresh, I highly recommend. See, the CDG3 is a good fresh one. Incense uh, from their Incense Collection Kyoto. And play, but it's discontinued, even though they rebrought it in the green, black, and red. The original CDG play was a very nice fresh scent, but no. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the fragrance expert. I'm learning, but I usually tend to just stick to what I like and then wear it until I run out. Because I, I like the idea of having a signature versus a collection. Yes, because it then it ends up... Because then everyone like, knows that, like, ooh, that's your thing. Yes, it, and then your partners or whoever you're with, they always are like, ooh, that smells like you. That's you. Yeah, so I feel like when I think about you, you, I think, obviously, I don't know what your fragrance is, but I always think of you as, like, the CDG. Yeah. I'm always in that kind of lane for sure. All right. So while we were preparing to record for today, I had posted on Instagram um, what you guys wanted us to talk about on the pod. And this is my first time using Instagram questions. So I got a few. We'll only be able to do one for today. Um, it came from at life of truly one. And his question is, what are some of the challenges of being a sneakerhead? Yeah, so we can only speak to kind of our own, but I'm sure all of you that love kicks can probably relate to some of these. Um, I'd say these days when we're overrun with releases, the number one problem is trying to separate the part of you that loves it because it's a hype shoe and the part of it that loves it because it's a good shoe. Ooh, that's a good one. Because there's times when you get excited and then you're like, oh, am I only excited because this person wore it in a dope way or am I excited about the shoe itself? That's a good one. Um, one of mine is the pressure to feel like you have to keep up with releases every week. And as the older I get, the more, well, before my, I couldn't keep up because I actually couldn't afford it. But now it's like, okay, do I need this? Why do I need it? Is it cause it's hype or cause I actually like it? Yeah, it's hard. And then do you like it? The, the, do you need it as a whole nother question? So we won't go there. But yeah, as a, don't get me wrong. There's always the initial problems that every sneakerhead has, which is even if I want it, can I get it? Which is sad. There's that. We, but, <laughs> the but decision is made for you. That's the nature of, I guess, sneakers these days, especially with the rise of sneaker culture is I love it, but can I get it? But just the decision to want it and will you cop and spend your earned money on it is a kind of a bigger decision now. Yeah. And I think that was probably mine. Just like feeling like, you know, because of Instagram, we share a lot of what we get, what we have, whatever. And that's kind of how I even started on this platform is cause I would just post sneakers I was wearing. I don't do anything else. And, um, now it's like, okay, this person has it. Now I feel like I need it. These people have it. I feel like I need it. It's just talking yourself out of that. Like, okay, should I get this? Is this a financial response, financially responsible decision? Yeah, that is true. It's yeah. got to. Keeping up with the Joneses is always just going to be. That's never going to end. That yeah. FOMO feeling is always going to be there because unfortunately in the age of Instagram and in the age of other things, it kind of, that's the way it works on your brain. Yeah. So you got to 
that's the hard part as a sneaker guy is you got to love it and you got to kind of also realize that it's a it's just sneakers and we all love kicks and b there'll be another 10 hype releases the next month so don't stress or send out bad vibes to anybody over stuff that in the end it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things yeah so i think those are and then, you know, in terms of other challenges, it's, can I even get this if I wanted to? That's the big, these days, it's the competition for limited pairs, for sure. That's a tough one. I don't know, what other sneaker? It's hard for sneaker. Yeah, yeah I think it's just keeping up with the Joneses is the pressure of Insta these days is the, I guess, the number one problem. Yeah, and then, oh, you know what else? There's also the challenge of, you know, at the end of the day, like what you like is what you like, but it's like, oh, is this cool? And se- oh, I guess you touched on that separating yeah. what's cool and what you actually like. Yeah. You got to be brave enough to be like, I don't care about this. I guess negative uh, view of this shoe or someone else not liking it or whatever. And you just got to be like, if I like it, I get it. It's kind of crazy. Cause I feel like the sneaker community is pretty judgmental. And, you know, it's like, oh, that person's not a sneakerhead. Their collection isn't that great. Well, it's like, what the heck? You can like whatever you like. It's just about having a love for kicks. It's not about the vault or anything that you got. Yeah, a lot of the stuff I love is GR, and (laughs) I don't care. And I'm a big, like, I wear shoes. I'm not like a stock it and leave it dusty on the side of the shelf. It's just like I like them and I wear them. And yeah. the good ones look better with age. Yeah. And lastly, I would say another challenge of being a sneakerhead is square footage, <laughs> storage and square footage. Yes. Downtown metropolitan problems is oh where God. do you put them all? Yeah. If you live downtown, like Toronto condos are not big. No. So it's kind of one of those where um, sometimes you got to go with the one in one out where it's like, well, do I really love this pair? Well, if I get rid of this pair, all right, I accept this new member. Yeah. So that's another thing that helps me make my decisions. Like, okay, will this replace something else? Am I okay with getting rid of something in my collection to make room for this? Or do I just have to find room for it? You know what I mean? So that's another thing in itself. If you have, if you're lucky enough to have enough space for all your sneakers, well, Damn. (laughs) That's it. All right. Well, we'll try and answer as many as we can and keep them coming. Um, I'm sure Anna will post another time and we'll also save ones that you have suggested and we might use them in next episode, episode seven or eight. And that's it. So thank you for listening to the Double Box podcast. Like and subscribe. Send us questions, as Joe mentioned. Send them to our Instagrams at Joe is a new black or at eight to the bed. And we'll see you next time on episode seven. (laughs) 